Hi friends, JP here. Before we begin today's episode, Mark Twain said, Without dreams and goals, there is no living, only merely existing. And that is not why we are here. As you begin the new year, I think it is critically important to challenge yourself on how you are living so that you get clear on what matters most to you in your relationships, career, financial health, physical health, even spirituality. And so over the next four podcasts, we are going to play for you our Using the Science of Goal Setting to Build a Better Life series for you. This is a process that we've used with Olympic and professional athletes, leaders from around the world, and is what I use myself to get focused for the year. If you go to our Facebook group, you can download the worksheet so you can fill in each of the podcast uh, episode kind of uh, things to think about and write down. Um, So as usual, the suggestion is go for a walk, listen in, and take time to think about the life and career and relationships you want. And then go home, go to our Facebook group, print out the worksheet, and then start crafting on paper the life you want to lead. It can be a really powerful process. And by the way, this is a great thing that you can do with a partner or a dear friend. And it actually brings in a bit of accountability into the process, which is, which is great. I'll finish with a Henry David Thoreau quote. What you get by achieving your goals is not as important as what you become by achieving your goals. I'll say that again. What you get by achieving your goals is not as important as what you become by achieving your goals. And now, on to the show. Welcome to the last 8% morning. This is JP Palu Fry. It is so fantastic to be walking with you today. Are you feeling like there is something missing from your life? Feeling like you could benefit from getting clear on what you most want out of life? And are you not sure where to start? In this episode, the third episode of the Science of Goal Setting to Build a Better Life series, we think three years out and we craft a plan so that we know what our North Star is. Let's walk. Out walking, enjoying this glorious day. Standing tall, looking around, feeling grateful. Feeling our feet on the ground. Feeling our belly rise and fall. Being here, being now. 
not thinking about where we've come from or where we're going. But just taking time to practice being in this present moment mindfully. Non-judgmentally. Non-reactively. And that's why we walk. We integrate three things, as you know, mindfulness and movement and mental training exercises today because we have so much to cover in our goal-setting workshop. We're not going to do as much mindfulness as we normally do. But we always try to stop and contemplate, okay, can I just be with this step and this breath with belly going up and down and these hands and arm that move as I walk or move as I'm able. When we can build habits and a practice, which is what this podcast is all about, we start to see change in our life that we never knew was possible or we doubted was possible. And so standing tall, looking around, feeling grateful. Congratulating yourself on getting out and doing this episode and starting to craft this best life plan for yourself. So I'm going to move right now into our goal setting series. And where are we at? Well, in episode one, we looked at our commitment to even doing this series, as well as commitment to change and transformation. In episode two, we used autobiography to look back at our life, using story to try to understand, you know, who were we at each stage of our life? Who most influenced us? What were the Intense struggles, conflicts, successes, failures. And what were the important lessons we learned from each of these important periods of our life? And this has created a foundation for us to now decide what kind of life do we want going forward? So in some ways, we've looked back to try to understand ourselves. And at this point in the series, we're going to start looking forward. And we're going to try to understand how do we craft our best life So I want you to start by asking yourself the question, who do you want to be? Well, that's a big question, isn't it? But who are you at your best? This is about character and how you want to show up in the world. If this sounds familiar to you, it should. This is our identity statement that I'm describing. And this is where the various workshops start to come together. If you've not identified your identity statement. Go back to podcast number five and do that before you continue on in this workshop because that's a really important element in our going forward plan. But this statement speaks to who we are when we are at our best. And so what we want to do is connect that who we are at our best, our identity statement, with the life we want to create, what we call our three-year best life. Okay, so now I want you to think three years into the future. I want you to craft a story that includes relationships, career, health, 
finances, learning, leisure, and service. Now, this probably feels like a lot, and it is. And it can feel overwhelming. I sometimes get overwhelmed thinking about, oh my gosh, how do I craft all this? It just feels like so much. Try not to get freaked out by the amount and kind of give up and not take action. What we've done is we've done our best to make it easy for you to take action by giving you access to our worksheet plan, um, which you can find out how to download from the show notes in the podcast. And all of the questions that I'm going to go over right now, and in fact, in this whole series are captured there so you can methodically go step by step in your own time through this process. And that, that helps us not be as freaked out. And so as I go through this, I want you to feel free as you're walking, standing tall, to not be afraid to stop and pause me so that you have sufficient time to properly reflect on these important questions while you're moving. And then, as you know, go home, print off the document if you haven't yet, and start to write at some point over the next day, few days. And as you know, it's so vitally important that you spend the time writing, that you put down on paper your thoughts. Because if you don't, this good intention becomes just a wish And it doesn't translate into action. And without action, really, you know this, nothing happens. So again, just keep walking, feeling your feet on the ground. Stop and breathe for a moment, right down into your toes, calming this body. Breathe out, releasing tension. And I want you to visualize, what does your life look like three years from now? So here are some questions. Again, these are all in the worksheet, but just for now, I want you to ask yourself and pause me in between if you want. What do your intimate relationships look like three years from today? What does your family look like? And just to note, there are so many permutations of what family is. And so, for whatever reason, if yours is not the perfect nuclear family, that's okay. We can choose what our family looks like. I'm going to actually have a podcast on that in the future, one that I'm excited to deliver. Next question, what does your friendships look like? What does your career look like? How are you taking care of yourself mentally and physically, emotionally? How about your finances?
Do you have a plan? Have you been putting some time in to create a plan? And again, this is exactly the moment when if you don't, be really mindful of not beating yourself up. But that's why we're doing this. So we can stop and we can put a stake in the ground and say, okay, here's our plan. And when in our next episode, we're going to get to specific activities or goals. So don't get too freaked out. Another question, what are the habits that you regularly rely on, the systems you have put in place to help you achieve this three-year best life? What does your leisure time look like? so important that we stop and we play, literally play. Could be sport, could be arts, could be music, could be anything. What does it look like for you in three years, in your best life, when your best self is making the decisions and you're not avoiding the last 8% situations? How about your learning in order to achieve this three-year plan, what learning do you need to take on? And finally, how about service or contribution? What kind of difference do you want to make in the world? And what's a, what are some of the things you can do to make that happen? I think this one sometimes makes me feel overwhelmed, like, oh my gosh, I've just got so much going on. How can I think of that? But again, as you'll see in the document, the worksheet, when we get to actually deciding what we're going to take action on, it doesn't mean that we have to take action on everything. So don't feel too overwhelmed. But as you're starting to think about all of this, and again, this is in the worksheet, what are some of the temptations that might lead you astray? Where are you at risk? And again, all of this is thinking about where our best, the best version of ourself is in control, where our best self is making the decisions, where we are approaching, not avoiding the last 8% situations we face, whether it be conversations or decisions or tasks. We did what was difficult. We didn't avoid. We lived not perfectly, which is an impossibility, but more closely to our identity statement. I hope you're starting to see how this all aligns. Let's get really clear on that identity statement. And then let's craft that three-year plan so that we can visualize what does it look like. Mark Erickson said, too many times the majority of people choose to limit their own power and potential because they have not allowed themselves the opportunity to see the big picture of what can truly be theirs in life. That's what we're doing right now with this three-year plan, the best life plan. So just feel your body, belly, 
rise and fall wherever you are. Feel your feet on the ground. And by the way, you might be in the writing down the workshop phase as opposed to walking. So feel your feet on the ground. Stand or sit tall, look around, feel grateful. Now I'm going to do something that's going to probably surprise you. But this is all part of our plan. Something, this is literally something we've done for 24 years now. And it's iterated. And even what I'm delivering to you has iter- iterated again. So the next thing I'm going to ask you to do is do the opposite. I want you to craft a story that includes all of the above questions, but write down what does it look like if you do not stay mindful, do not stay focused, do not stay disciplined. We call this our three-year mediocre life plan, not our best life plan, our mediocre life plan. So literally, I want you to think three years into the future, but this time craft a different story where your less-than-best version of yourself is in control. Where your best self is not making the decisions. Where you are avoiding the last 8% situations you face, not using them to transform yourself. Where you didn't live according to your identity statement and you had a mediocre life. And again, be careful you don't beat yourself up, but I really want to, like what we're trying to do is show the, the polarities here. So let's go into them. You know, relationships, what do they look like? How about your career? What does it look like? How about health? How are you not taking care of yourself mentally and physically? What are the results? How about around finances? If you don't craft a plan or learning or leisure or service, Reflect on that for a moment. So why would we do this? Well, not because we're gluttons for punishment, but we want to envision the negative things that could happen in our life and imagine the worst case scenarios ahead of time so we can overcome these challenges in the moment when we face them which we will. So we have a plan to prevent them when they happen, which they will. As Rick Reardon said, the right choice is hardly ever the easy choice. So we want to be prepared. The same thing we do with athletes. By the way, this idea comes from the Stoic philosophy. The idea that to achieve success, we should think about and contemplate how we manage failure. Because things will go wrong. We will be tempted to do something that is easier than following through on the activities that drive our goals and our best life. So, you know, we want to know what would we do if things went wrong tomorrow? And what does that tell us about how we should prepare today? 
And when we get clear on this difference, and this is where we're driving towards, when we can see the difference between our best life and our mediocre life, we get leverage over the decisions we make. We wake up earlier. We exercise more often. We are more tender towards ourselves. We take care of our relationships in a much more thoughtful way. We don't leave things to chance. We do the difficult stuff much more frequently, not all the time. We will not be perfect, but we're just a little bit more on it. and We build momentum and it feels great inside. We don't avoid nearly as much. And that is where we're going in this series. So as we're finishing off this series, this episode, I want you to, you know, sit down and write down your best life through your plan. It's all there in the worksheet. Your mediocre three-year plan and recognize that what will take you to one versus the other are our choices, especially our difficult choices when we face our last 8% situations. And you know this, you're a last 8%er. We are stronger than we think we are. We have everything we need to be successful. This podcast is giving us tools so that we can show up at our best We can follow through on the difficult things, make the tough decisions, so we can create the best life. Not a perfect life, but our best life. So, again, standing tall, looking around, feeling grateful, feeling our feet on the ground. And we'll finish with our three by three. Take three breaths right down into your toes. Now move to three gratitudes. What can you feel grateful for today? How about just grateful for yourself for doing this work, showing up, even though it does feel overwhelming? And now, what goals do you want to get done today? What are the activities that are going to be connected to our three-year plan? And again, we're going to get more into it next episode. But for now, what do you want to get done today? Maybe it's to actually start downloading the worksheet and working on this plan. That would be a great one. Fantastic. As we're finishing, thinking of bringing this momentum into the day. If you're enjoying the podcast, please share it with friends. Go to Apple, write down a review. That helps us a lot to spread the word. That's actually one of the most important things you can do. But share it on your social media with friends. More than anything, though, take action. Join our Last 8% Project Facebook group where there's lots of great resources. But take action. That's, I mean, to, to me, that's the biggest thing. If you took action and really started to change your life in the direction that you're really proud of, my goodness, that would make me feel like 
this work that has gone into this podcast and all of our work at IWHP and our emotional intelligence courses, et cetera, is worth it. So please, more than anything, take action. And I want to finish with a great quote from Yehuda Berg that speaks to this idea of seeing that we have a choice between actions that lead to our best life and actions that lead to our mediocre life. He said, the biggest breakthroughs in consciousness occur when things are difficult. When we have a choice to fall to the worst of ourselves or rise to the best of ourselves. Have a wonderful day.